you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hello and welcome everyone to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It is IDJ Impact and I'm joined with Matt Michaels, with Sin City Steve, and with Rob Basileri with us. And welcome to Three Count. We got three good topics for you. And um, yeah, let's get right into it. Oh, by the way, make sure if you are watching us, throw all your comments into the chat box. Um, I'm sure you're, there's going to be a lot of uh, things you want to express so uh put it in that chat box and we will uh see a, how to get that information on the screen youtube facebook live and twitch all right let's get it started it's time vegas bad boys of podcasting present one two three count talk count talk baby here's our first count and it is backstage update on the WWE NXT CW Network deal. What's the deal mean for NWA now? This comes from eWrestlingNews.com. All right. So let's get right into it. Flip over to this screen right here. Okay, here we go. It said that WWE had announced earlier today, which was sometime during the uh, this past week, NXT will begin airing on the CW Network starting in October 2024, and new reports have shared more details on the story. It was noted in the TKO earnings call that the rights fee increased is 70% from the previous TV deal. Now, Fightful Select is reporting that the WWE CW Network deal has been discussed for months, well before the reports of the rumor in NWA CW Network deal saw the light of day. Now, WWE believed that the negotiations moved swiftly, and a source stated that the company is quite happy with the deal. As NXT has increased its revenue by millions, it didn't receive any rights fees five years prior. WWE sources further suggest that the new deal with the CW Network feels like a 200% increase as opposed to the 70% jump, specifically for the TV rights themselves. Now, Deadline is reporting that the WWE CW Network deal is, quote, more than double, end quote, the 15 million rights fees that is currently in place. And according to reports from PW Insider, one source suggested that the deal was, quote, in the area, end quote, of 35 million to 37 million annually. Now, WWE NXT will continue to air on Tuesdays for the time being. However, there will be discussions as October 24 gets closer. And WWE, quote, is always open to conversations, end quote, if the CW Network needs to move NXT to a new day. Now, the belief is that WWE NXT will remain similar to the current format and continue to tape out of the WWE Performance Center. Uh, while WWE is open to taping elsewhere or potentially even touring if the financial aspects allow for the same, the source noted that as of today, quote, we aren't there yet, end quote. 
the belief is that any special events outside of the quote theme in quote WWE NXT shows such as Halloween Havoc will continue to air on Peacock, uh, pay-per-view WWE Network and the like. And there haven't been any discussions about specials on the CW as of yet. So WWE has been extremely happy with NXT's viewership increase and the cameos and the appearances from the main roster superstars are expected to continue now that the deal is complete. Now, WWE NXT officials are also pleased with how uh, or have worked out from ratings, talent evaluations, and performance perspectives. Fightful Select also reports that the NWA talent they spoke Two were surprised by the WWE CW network deal, and one was said to be, quote, blindsided, end quote, by the news. So sources in WWE do not expect that the NWA deal with CW is even possible at this point. Now, it's worth noting that no one has confirmed the report of the NWA coming to CW, and those within Billy Corgan's promotion uh, um, uh, that the WWE deal has no bearing on any NWA conversations with the CW. And the general belief uh, of those involved with NWA is that the 12-episode reality series previously reporting on was pitched to the CW with the potential of NWA power being streamed on the CW app. Now, the uh, in conclusion, it says, as of today, the talks between NWA and the CW are not dead. At one point, the CW network held uh, held extensive talks with Dave Marquez United Wrestling Network and possible strategies have been discussed. However, WWE then entered the picture and it's unknown if UWN's idea of a weekly live show out of Los Angeles will be shopped to other potential platforms. So Sin City Steve, this was yours. A lot of information there. I'll be honest with you, I had no idea that this was also on the table. We literally was talking about uh, the uh, CW and NWA when we were, didn't, which I had no idea that apparently they were, uh, you know, they want to uh, have a little bit of fun, a little party, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my sinuses. Oh. Got into TK stash. That's right. And as, uh, as, uh, as, as Scoop would say uh, in the last uh, show, a little uh, sugar booger party, huh? Yep, exactly. Well, just saying. So that was Father James Mitchell's Holy Ghost going right up the nose, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So, Sin City, what's your thoughts on this, man? Let's go. So, I, I, I think that it's just astounding that you know, just last week, uh, we we had the uh, the talk of this you know, spot at the pay-per-view where they're taking bumps right there in the fucking crowd. And um, then we see what happens as a fucking result of that. Um, obviously, the CW didn't want to have their name attached to virtually anything to do with the NWA. So as this report states, mm -hmm. they've been in negotiations for a while to have live wrestling on their platform in some way, shape, or form. Um, I think that that is something that is very telling because keep in mind, you know, you will have the people that will come out there and they'll be like, oh, well, look, WWE taking the opportunity from, you know, an independent promotion that could have used a lot better. No, talks have been going on for quite some time. And unfortunately, as I said last week, Billy Corgan, Father James Mitchell, they definitely fucking fumbled the bag. 
for sure. And uh, the bag. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what exactly. Kind of bag? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Take that how you will. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's crazy just how fast business works, huh? Yeah, it is. This this shit happens with the NWA, and then you know, just a matter of a couple of days later, all this stuff comes to light with NXT going to the CW. I I do have to say, as somebody who has been an outspoken um, critic of WWE, um, they are making a lot of great business decisions and shrewd business decisions. Um, Definitely showing the aggression that they haven't had. Because ruthless aggression. Oh, you set him up for that. I knew that was coming. Um, but in all seriousness, I think that this is a good thing all across all across the board. Uh, no matter no matter which companies you know your loyalties fall with, um, this is a win for the wrestling business for sure. You know, um, let me jump. I want to jump over to you right quick, uh, Matt Michaels. I'm just curious. Um, and 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 excuse my um and just not being really truly educated on, on this. That's why I really want to know. So we know that they are on the USA network in terms of um NXT mm-hmm. and, and and CW, I'm I, I I would assume now can reach more uh people, although there's not a lot of people who watch the CW, but would uh, would a relationship with the USA is they're not now gonna not they starting October twenty fourth. Not have that relationship. Is it and is that a really a good deal to 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 not be on the USA anymore for C, the CW? Um, in terms of NXT, correct. Oh no, it it, it doesn't matter. NXT okay. NXT is the again NXT is the developmental product. So what they essentially it did still here, brings in ratings, right? Like NXT, I'm sure brings in good ratings for Tuesday for USA. Yeah, I mean it yeah. bring it brings in ratings, but at the same time, um, the the idea here is that when a show brings in ratings, that means that other networks want to pick that show up if it's available because the advertiser money is going to be higher for them. That's what it comes down to. So in this case, USA just didn't want to pay that price, Mm. um, which CW is willing to pay because it's going to bring them instant exposure. Right. And because it's a WWE product. Now there's no way the CW could get SmackDown or raw on their network because it would cost them too much fucking money. Right. But NXT Again, it's it's their it's their developmental show. And what's interesting is that I think, you know, there's there's this argument uh, that I saw about the ratings between uh, Dynamite and NXT. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of uh, AEW fans who were. Uh, basically hawing and hemming that, um, well, the CW took it, but they can't, NXT can't even beat Dynamite on a regular basis. They had to bring in, you know, all these big names to beat them. Okay. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, what they're ignoring is that 
NXT being a well less um, watched and a well less promoted promotion is still doing numbers that are just underneath what Dynamite is doing. But Dynamite has, I don't know, Sting, Edge, Christian, all these, you know, all these people, Jericho, Moxley, mm -hmm. they're all big names. So when you're arguing, you're you're arguing essentially that this company who has big names, the only way they can lose is by the WWE putting big names against their big names. So it makes no sense. This is why this has never made sense. Yeah. AEW should be beating them in the ratings, period. It hands down. They should be. So. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me go. Let me ask you this question, Rob. I'm, I'm curious on your take on this. At the end of that report that I just read, it said um, that as of today, the talks between NWA and the CW uh, are not dead. And it did say at one point the CW Network held extensive talks with Dave Marquez, United Wrestling Network, and possible strategies had been discussed. But then it says, however, WWE it then entered the picture. Um, so, with if WWE you go to if you go to TNA, New Japan Pro Wrestling follows right after. So you could do that and have. Uh, you know, NXT be the lead in for NWA. You could still have both. I just wouldn't pay NWA what I pay, you know, NXT. I mm -hmm. would have NXT come in a prime time slot. So let's say you put NXT on at 7 p.m., you put NWA at 9 p.m., and that and that leads you that leads you into your nightly news for whatever that day is, you know. Uh, you're not going to have NWA be taken very seriously on its own because nobody knows who the hell it is. You would literally have to have Billy Corgan show up at the beginning of every program like Tony Khan and preface what the show is because, like you said, Matt, at least AEW could say that we have these people that you know, but there really aren't that many famous names on NWA. So you're going to be watching this as if it's women of wrestling or shine or future stars of wrestling where some no name program with no name talent. I mean, yeah, Eli Drake was on there, but back then you didn't know who the hell he was. He wasn't a household name. Uh, they have Tim Storm. Does anybody know who the hell that is? No, but he's been their champion for many, many times. They've got talent there, but without a strong lead in, you would need to have NXT come out there and you're going to go, okay. So what I'm watching now is I'm watching the WWE's small division. And then after that, there'll be another wrestling program. And maybe you'll just carry over and stay and watch it long enough. When, I, I think it's a, it's a benefit for NWA. I mean, do you guys think, and I'll just open this up quick question. Would WWE even allow for such things to happen if, if, if CW wanted to do that? Or they don't have a choice. I mean, if CW wanted to throw in. They're paying the bills. Okay. Well, well I think don't wait. Hold on, though. Don't forget, WWE has a lot of pull. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. There, so, so CW is not going to do anything without running it past them first. And if but, you I mean, really, AEW has their advertisements during WWE programming. 
Every time there's a commercial break for WWE, you're going to get an AEW commercial break here or there. Yeah, but they do talking, pepper them in. Yeah, but you're talking about the NWA and the and WWE. Right. Work. It's a smaller network. I I think I think also it would be beneficial because let's put it let's let's look a little outside the box. Humor me. You're gonna you're gonna find somebody on one of these promotions that you're eventually going to want to purchase and bring up to the WWE NXT roster. So at the very least, it's like the, you know, the C team for the B team. Um, th there might be a benefit there to have that. Well, see, and then when NWA is doing its program, you just tie the advertisement back in to NXT raw and SmackDown. Okay. It's, it's not about advertisement though. You literally would have to have the NWA working with the WWE, meaning that if uh, it, like like ECW did in the 90s, right? Mm -hmm. So that you could have NWA talent show up on NXT and NXT talent show up on the NWA. Now, am I not That's mistaken? At one point, didn't the WWE have a, a working arrangement with, uh, with New Japan Pro Wrestling? Not too long ago, I could be mistaken. The WWE with them? Yes, I thought they did. Where there were they, they were wanting to get into negotiations, but that stuff never materialized. Right. Mm. The only thing they ever did anything with was with with Evolve, correct? Yeah, pretty right. much. Okay. I right. mean, you could do it as a forbidden door type angle. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Or Tony well, Khan could just buy them and fuck them up and make them. <laughs> so, so can we, can we really quick though? Uh, Cause that actually broke too, that Tony Khan all of a sudden came out. Uh, I saw that today. I don't know if it came out today or yesterday, mm -hmm. but he actually was approached by the CW a, uh, a number of months ago. Uh, I think in 2022. Um, where they made the pitch of potentially taking AEW to the CW and Tony was not interested because he didn't think it was a good fit. And, uh, and we we're talking ROH, ROH, which okay. would make sense. Yeah, it would, it would exactly. Be awesome. It would be awesome. Um, and, and that's what I, you know, again, I've been saying that all along. I think Steve agrees and I think Rob would agree too. It's just, it makes sense. But Tony, of course, seeing the bigger picture, knowing the TV deals up in 24, wanted to make Ring of Honor part of that potential sale, you know, the, the, the pitch to sell for a bigger TV deal. So, yeah, the question is, how long has the CW been actively looking for wrestling and i can i can uh, confirm just from what i know um mark marquez was very close very close but you know the bigger dogs then started getting in the way and yeah. that's that's what it would end up happening yeah all right good stuff guys let's go right over into our uh i know right give it to john uh <laughs> that's that that'd be a great name for a company by the way gtfoh wrestling <laughs> it would all right 
Coachman's tearful confessions when Vince McMahon's punishment reduced him to rage. This is from WrestlingNews365.com. And it reads that in a candid conversation, former WWE star Jonathan Coachman shared a compelling story about an incident that left him in tears of rage and Vince McMahon's unconventional form of punishment. Now, Jonathan, Jonathan Coachman, known for his involvement in WWE from 1999 to 2008 and later in 2018, primarily as a broadcaster, recalled his tenure with the company. While some might remember him as an interviewer who often bore the brunt of The Rock's backstage antics, Coachman had a more complex journey within WWE. And during his time within the, world, the wrestling world, anyone could find themselves on the wrong side of Vince McMahon. And Coachman's story revolved around his refusal to participate in a tribute to the troop show in the Middle East. Now, when he was speaking to Chris Van Fleet in this Inside podcast, Coachman uh, recollected the incident that landed him in hot water with Vince McMahon. It occurred during a time when the United States was involved in conflicts in the Middle East and the war on terror was in full swing. The company organized a voluntary trip to the region and Coachman found himself a part of it, even wrestling Ric Flair in Afghanistan in one, sep uh, one such trip. Now, Coachman was known for being a dedicated team player, always willing to go the extra mile for the company. However, things took a turn when he had a, to make a difficult decision. His wife was pregnant with their first child, and the company informed him that he felt uncomfortable going on an overseas trip. There would be no pressure on him to participate, and Coachman conveyed his decision up front. He wouldn't be going. When the day of departure arrived, Coachman was taken aback as the company personnel assumed he was just kidding about not going. He expressed his concerns about his pregnant wife and made it clear that he couldn't undertake the journey. In the last minute, scramble to find a replacement ensued, and Coachman suspected that Chris Master ultimately took his place. But the consequences didn't end there. In an unexpected twist, Vince McMahon used a rather unconventional method to penalize Coachman for his refusal to go. Coachman found himself at the mercy of two WWE icons, The Undertaker and Batista. Now, after a week had passed during Coachman's uh, commentary duties, the show concluded and The Undertaker was preparing to exit the ring. That's when Coachman was instructed to attack The Undertaker from behind, a baffling directive that made no sense in the storyline. However, the order came from Vince McMahon, who was apparently upset with Coachman for saying no to the trip. And reluctantly, Coachman complied and struck The Undertaker. The legendary wrestler turned and apologized to Coachman, expressing his reluctance to carry out the attack, and then tossed Coachman to Batista, who proceeded to assault him. Now, Coachman vividly recounted his feelings of rage during the incident, describing it as one of those rare moments in life when overwhelmingly emotions bring tears to one's eyes, despite taking multiple finishing moves from both icons, and Coachman refused to sell the attack displaying his um his frustration the experience left coachman deeply angry and questioning the unjust treatment considering his years of loyalty to the company he walked to the back bypassing the traditional respect for these wrestling legends consumed by his emotions while vince mcmahon is long, no longer in charge of wwe coachman emphasized that he had no desire to work for the company again Wow, that was uh, pretty uh, interesting there. Um, Matt Michaels, this was your topic. What was your thoughts on this when you was reading this? 
Yeah, I cut out. Oh, you cut out? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this you is know your that. opportunity to do all your Vince McMahon, your fired impersonations over and over <laughs> again. Um, what was your uh, your thought when you uh, you came up with this particular uh, article here? Oh, oh, he, his internet would be. Back. He's deep in I, thought about it. Hold on. Yeah, I tell you what. While his connection is coming together, let me move over. Let me just just jump over to you. Uh, let's go with you, Rob. What was your thoughts as I we was reading this? Um, you know, I was driving around New York once, and you ever go to the gas station where they have the TVs running as long as you're pumping gas? That's uh -huh. where you used to see Jonathan Coachman doing ESPN promos and reading sports scores, and he <laughs> looked miserable. Hi, this is the coach, Jonathan Coachman. Baylor lost this weekend in an upset, and it up oh, ran out of gas. That's all I saw of Jonathan Coachman. He was a jobber. Uh, he was famous for doing the Charleston and getting kicked in the ass by The Rock. And uh, Vince McMahon back in the day was a piece of shit. We're really not surprised that Vince McMahon wouldn't want you even be able uh, to celebrate the birth of your child. But now Corey Graves is gone. Corey Graves was allowed to see, you know, Carmella, right? You know, uh, you know, give birth, and they were able to milk it. And they and they and they took social media and they put it out well, there. Let me and, ask you this. Let me ask you this. If yeah. if 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 the birth of their child was happening or planned during WrestleMania. Well, yeah. I, well, not even no, not even WrestleMania. What about the Saudi show? Would he have? Would he still would have had to go to Saudi Arabia? That would have been equivalent to what? Yeah, um, I I would imagine no, only because the Saudi show they pretty much pared it down to uh, Barrett and and uh, Michael Cole. So yeah, I, he but he wasn't at the Saudi show, right? So I think they would have found a way. I think what happened was as time went by and Vince mm -hmm. McMahon had less control of the company, things have softened because, Absolutely. and I think that's the lesson learned here. Coachman was a victim, a victim of the time. Mm -hmm. McMahon was like George Steinbrenner. George Steinbrenner during the eighties changed the coach every other year because he didn't, he, he just had his fingers in everything. So now, no, back then, yes, he would have had to. He would have been told, you know, you can leave Carmelo behind. We're still going to compensate her. She'll still be part of the roster when the when the smoke clears. But she better get her body in shape, you know. And that would have been it. And she would have been yeah. doing, doing okay. you know, horrible gravy matches on Thanksgiving in lingerie. <laughs> but right. I mean, it's okay. the times have changed. Now, Michael's your connection seems better now. This was your article. What was your take on it when you read it? Well, my. Take definitely was uh, Carmella needs to be in a gravy bowl match. <laughs> that fucking sounds amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Wait a minute. Oh, How yeah. come it was bad when I said this a month ago? <laughs> but now it's okay. <laughs> because you were saying that it was wrong for them to be like that. I'm saying, yes, give us more gravy bowls. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel that was not the cadence of the conversation, but all right. All right. Go ahead, man. Go, go back and listen to it. It's hard to listen to you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's hard to listen to me? I've got the good internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, but at least I got cocks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so um, why? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Unlimited connection. Ooh. Oh, are we milking it now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Um, you know, what's interesting is this. Um, 
and I think this is this is very um, very telling is that the question really becomes what would you do right what would you do because the the position he was in and i think uh john said this here uh that yet coach came back a few years ago right well at that time uh not when he came back but at the saudi show he was having a newborn right so he could not risk his job and oh boy we don't have the same cox connections <laughs> he's got the old jonathan coachman cox internet connection and i've got yeah. the 2018 one all right go ahead man you might <laughs> no it's 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 fine my uh my cox uh stream cuts in and out uh they have surgeries for that I'm, I'm trying to find a good. I'm trying to find a good professional who could come and rewire it. So that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh oh. If he's got extreme problems, I think a prostate exam is in order. But uh... <laughs> well, you know what? Let's give it some time to buff out, Matt. We'll come back to you. Let me go over to you right quick, Sin City. What is your? Uh... Oh no, no, no! I just jr'd for a second. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh shit we, we're gonna let your internet catch up right quick Sin City man what's your what's your thoughts man uh, you know like none of this shit surprises me like absolutely none of it surprises me whatsoever um I, I did have a chance to listen to most of this interview with Coachman and uh, Chris Van Fleet. Yeah. And I'll tell you, man, it, it, I don't want to say that Coach came across as just having sour grapes for everything WWE related, but it, you know, it, it definitely confirms a lot of things that we knew uh, as far as how things were. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know what you're getting into when you, when you join up with, you know, with WWE and when you're in the system for as long as he was, you should know that that's the way that things are going to be. They're not going to change. Um, and the only time that we've seen any sort of major change within the, the power structure of WWE is very recently um as part of the whole you know merger and to being tko yeah um so i think that you know this just underscores how necessary things were for them to have an opera and uh an organizational adjustment uh, and that's probably the the best way of phrasing that right um because yeah it's previous practices not good but uh again they're they're writing the course as much as possible uh, with nearly every business decision that they're making uh, with all of this info coming out about how things were in the past. Yeah. It, kudos to WWE for making the, the changes that they needed to make. You know, uh, Matt, uh, of course, this story took place when Vince was in charge. Do you think with a now with a, a Triple H sort of a leadership that 
you know, talent on air personality or even, uh, uh, you know, just the wrestlers themselves will have to worry about um, any of those types of issues of retaliation if something like this was to come up and they needed to make uh, a decision to not uh, be there. No, uh, okay. because uh, so in in all honesty, um, Hunter is really probably one of the most liked and respected guys because he grew up. It's very simple. When Hunter was in his late twenties, early thirties, um, from the from the you know from the early DX point through uh, you know the the earlier two thousands, he had an attitude. He was a bit of a dick. Um, there's there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And he started to mature. And one of the things is, is that, um, you know, he he is now a guy who embraces everyone so that they embrace him. Yeah, it's, it's really simple. Um, so now nothing like that would would happen because it's it's a different environment. Um, but, you know, what's interesting with coach, um, I did talk to him briefly uh probably back in 2019 um and at that time uh he just flat out said um you know i I appreciate you wanting to uh do an interview with me um but i've done my last wrestling type interviews i i don't want to talk about it anymore so this is this interview um, was a rarity for him. Um, he's not going about and talking about it all over. Um, he is kind of burying, um, you know, that in his past. But he's also in a point where um, he can say things because he's got nothing to lose now because Vince has no power. And right. subsequently, Vince just sold 30% of his stock uh, in uh, TKO. So, um, But what about uh, Nick Khan? How much uh, play or power does he have or sway as far as dealing with talent and dealing with, uh, with broadcasters in this sense? Nick, no. Nick, Nick is more – Nick is business. Hunter is – all you know he's the one who's dealing with all that stuff um now if there was a problem let's say someone had uh some substance abuse or something like that then i can see the you know nikon or or, you know whoever on the board would get involved in helping out in that but just in general if you you know if you're having a kid i think hunter is gonna tell you after having a couple himself you know, take the time. And, um, you know, I, th- I think yeah. it's it's just a different world, you know? Yeah. All right. Let's go into count three. three. And this one is WWE might strip Rhea Ripley of the Women's Championship because of Dominic Mysterio leading to a major betrayal. This is from sportsgita.com. All right. So the way this reads out, it says that Rhea Ripley is one of the biggest stars in WWE women's division and is rightfully holding on to the SmackDown's Women's Championship. 
given the star's in-ring abilities, it might be a while before anyone could defeat her or take, take it away. However, they might not have to. In fact, WWE might be the one to strip Rhea Ripley of the Women's Championship in response to actions by Dominic Mysterio. In the past year, Dom has made a, a habit to regularly interfere in matches on behalf of Judgment Day. While he has helped out Damian Priest and Finn Balor before, he has also not hesitated to get involved in the women's division for Ripley. His regular interference, interferences and overall attitude have made him one of the hottest heels in wrestling. However, this might be the same thing that cost him. And WWE have the opportunity to make him an even a bigger heel with one move. Rhea Ripley is cheered regularly by WWE fans despite being a heel, and WWE might want Dominic Mysterio to interfere in her match to help her keep the title. However, the promotion can strip her of the title if there's a controversial uh, enough finish with Dominic attacking a female star. Ripley would naturally be upset at this, but she might be the one that ends up getting betrayed as well. And given how much WWE wants to push him as a heel, Dominic might decide then that he no longer needs Ripley and attack her. Um, and then they went on to say, and they titled this one, Dominic Mysterio may make a move to become new judgment day leader after betraying Rhea Ripley. And it says that um, he might be uh, content in this position for now, but given his cocky nature is unlike keep uh, unlikely to keep him happy for long. He might betray Rhea Ripley and being blamed for her losing the title Following this, he might even try to become the new leader of Judgment Day, crossing Finn Balor, and this would likely lead him being cast out of the group instead, but would get him white-hot heat from the fans. Um, Rob, this is... Uh, so this article is... Uh, they're booking, and, um, and it sounds horrible, but what was your take when you he is the most obnoxious guy but he has a short shelf span without them i like him in the ring he has talent but he really doesn't have much of a personality he's part of the ensemble i don't think he would breathe outside of the rhea ripley womb uh they've got jd mcdonough in the wings and they've been <laughs> you know what but I, I it's funny you should mention that I always imagined that the idea would be that Buddy Murphy comes back and then she puts him into the little, oh, you're my best friend gimmick. And then he gets jealous and they kick him out. So I and that was and that's easy because she never kisses him. It's it's really a really odd relationship. Right. Um kicking him out would be the easy thing to do because she does win a ton of her matches without all that much interference. Because it's raw. Those women are garbage. Um, and they are. Easy. And it's, no, it's, it's, it's okay. We can say it. We, we know. We, we, we know. That's uh, Al My Hole. That's your best guy outside of her is Al My Hole. And no, I'm not round to Rousey. Um, and, and what's going to happen is, you know, Rhea Ripley could go on her own. She doesn't need to be part of a, a group. She doesn't need to be part of a stable. Uh, Dominic. If he does this, that's the end for Dominic. I in my in my you know assessment. So I it, it caught my attention because where do you go from here? Yes, it would give him temporary heat, and he would get, buy himself a couple of months where he could really be a, really dive deep into being a scumbag and maybe do a redemption arc. 
maybe get him into LWO a few months down the road as a redeemed character, maybe. Um, but he needs to develop a character and he needs to get some catchphrases uh, besides just hurling insults at people. So this could be, you know, the way you do that is you just you just give him a royal departure where he thinks he can make it out on his own and then he realizes he can't and has to have a redemption arc. So let me jump over. Uh, I'll jump over to you, Matt, because you look like your 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 connection is pretty strong now. Um, <laughs> no, it does. Let me. Um, does Dominic at this point need a storyline like this to really get him uh, to become even more over? I guess does something like this need to be pushed for that? I mean, why why would he need to? Uh, cause Ripley to lose for him to become this bigger here. Like I say, we know the writer is uh, likes he's, he likes the book apparently, but um, does Dominic need that right now? Um, you know, I hate when things happen. Uh, you know, when when WWE um has to pull out their enforcing of the rules. Um, just like we saw with Kevin Owens being suspended uh, for his interactions with Nick Aldis this past Friday. It's horrifying. Um, you know, if, if, if they have to strip Dominic or Rhea because of, you know, the, the interference and the, it's just, it's just, it's horrible. Um, why are we fucking talking about storyline shit? This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Rob couldn't find a real life fucking story, so we have to go. <laughs> it caught my there. attention. It caught my attention. It did catch this attention. Let me it ask you this: attention because you hate them. You just fucking hate them. You, <laughs> he does hate you, them. You look uh, at them. You look at them like Trump looks at the. You know the. The best story they have going on Raw is this. And without this, I really don't see what they're going to do to fill the three hours except for random matches. And they can have banger matches, but we've always been talking about WWE can write stories. WWE has long-term storytelling on their side. And this story is a story where these guys are in these, again, this bizarre world where they're kind of faces and they're kind of heels and now if you go this route where the where the most obnoxious character in the group is gone that's a vacuum and this is the biggest story the biggest faction that they have on that 3 hour promotion every week so my attitude is okay without him there you're slowly letting the air out of the tires what's the end game to this because if you're going to go that route, what else is going to prop up Monday Night Raw right now? The I don't like what they do with the bloodline, but the bloodline still gets me pulled in every week. I made the analogy. It's like it's like jerking off. Oh, God, you feel awful after you did it, but you are interested to see what's going to happen so next. I don't give a shit what happens with these poor guys. Jerking off to fat chick porn. Oh, <laughs> that was yes. the analogy. Right. And 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 it's true because you watch it and go, God, this is such a fucking vapid storyline. But I keep getting sucked in. Oh, Paul Hare, uh, Paul Heyman's hair turned white because Roman Reigns is not here. And then it magically recolored itself on its own. <laughs> wow, I really must be 12. 
This All is, right. but Let, uh, Raw, that, yeah. this is it for them. And it so, wasn't that good to begin with. Sin City, uh, you know, what 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 is your take on, you know, I, I guess at some point, listen, they're going to have, they, they're going to have to end the storyline at some point. And, and, you know, mommy and Dom won't be anymore. Is the writer saying that when that happens, this should be the way that it turns out or, you know, or is it something else that is saying that I'm not seeing? What's your take? So, so here's the thing that, that kills me about just the way that this story is published, the way that it's laid out. Yeah. It's laid out like as if it's news and yet it's fantasy booking. I mean, I love to fantasy book shit. I've done it numerous times on this show as people can attest, but I don't, you know, break out news and say, Oh, well, uh, Britt Baker might be the devil in AEW <laughs> because it makes sense with Adam Cole and MJF. I was also I, approaching I, this from the, from the idea that maybe somebody had gotten uh, some forewarning of what was about to be coming down the pike. I, that's the way I right. read it. No, I, I, I totally get it. And you know, it is, it is good to, be able to get information like, you know, what wrestling fans are thinking and, you know, what is in the collective mind of the people watching the show on a regular basis. Um, so, I mean, it, yeah, the, the author, I'm not going to butcher his name. Um, I do apologize. Uh, but, uh, are you, you going to blade his name? Uh, you know, I might, but oh, I'm, I'm, I'm damn sure not going to bunny his name. <laughs> Oh, that would be a good thing right now. Yeah, it will cost you $19.99. I know, yeah, right? right? Mandy um, Rose should have just went right to the point instead of getting her ass fired. Just, I mean, she ended up doing it anyway. Yep. So, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. They can form a tag team, the Rosebuds. Uh-oh, I think we have a, uh, a, a, a run-in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that bell is ring, that means... It means we're not getting a three count. We're getting another run-in title. Oh, my God. What could that title possibly be? Fat well, chick porn. <laughs> oh, you know what's so funny? Okay. Well, that's even worse. I created the banner but didn't save it. <laughs> so I can't bring it up. So let, let's just do this. Let me tell you what. You can't bring it up with fat chick porn? Hello. Apparently, Rob can show you how. Well, you've got you've got two people in the bloodline, two chicks in the bloodline that are quite big, and then they can you know do the whole scissor me, scissor me bloodline ass, you know. What? <laughs> oh my god! Work, you know, you know what? Hold on, let me just copy, and then paste, and then. Uh, <laughs> Says, oh, I don't want to. Oh, wait, wait, scroll. Let's see. At Mina, you know, you just get and to then, Mina and uh, oh, there it is. Oh my god, look, it just popped up. It says Hello. here, <laughs> how, do you, gotta, how do you mean that? I gotta watch everything I say, my lord. Okay, the title of this run in story is called The Bunny Departs AEW, opens only fans page. This is That's a non stop fantasy article. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Oh, yeah. 
let me go right over to that. It just says, it's a very quick read. It says that the bunny has departed uh, All Elite Wrestling, no longer part of the promotion, but AEW removing her name from the roster page as well. The Canadian real name Laura Dennis joined AEW in March 2019 and made her debut a couple of months later. She did not see much ring time this year due to an injury, and her last match was in September on an episode of Rampage. Immediately after her, re her release, the Bunny opened an OnlyFans account where she is selling subscriptions for $19.99 a month. Quote, Hi, I'm Laura, but you probably know me as Ali. I am a professional wrestler, content creator, and horror nerd. End quote. She wrote on her only, or only page. <laughs> uh, then it says, quote, Subscribe for exclusive content with some spice. End quote. The page specifically lists that there will be no nudes. Aw. The 36-year-old, formerly known as... I Al want a refund. ...in Impact Wrestling and wrestled under the name Cherry Bomb on the indies. Uh, so, fellas, um, is this what it comes down to when you uh, you leave all elite wrestling? It's the only pay only fans uh, outlook? I don't know. You know, Mandy yeah. Rose did the same exact thing. Ah, yeah. Lacey Evans did the same thing, too. Ah. Oh. Mm. So, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's – if it's, they can make more money and put – you know, and do less abuse to their bodies, I mean, it's fuck it. It's 1999, though. It's 1999. I mean, is, is that a little too high to, to charge – for, for 1999, they better be abusing their bodies. <laughs> but much. you're not even getting you're not you're not getting. No I mean, pitch, 1999 right? is is kind of yeah. steep, especially with yeah. the disclaimers that she put in there. Right. But, uh, I mean, there there's still going to be you know legions of simp's that'll that'll pay the the 20 bucks for it per month, um, even you know with no promise of any kind of crazy content. Yeah. Well, great call, John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, resurrector from the dead. <laughs> okay, so let's let's address the elephant in the room here. Okay. the uh, The honest thing is that when we were all talking beforehand, uh, it was quite clear that the reason this was brought up was because Rob. Uh, oh, no. suggested that uh you know the only person he's interested in seeing doing an only fans is nyla rose <laughs> so he's hoping she gets released very soon <laughs> and that there are spicy picks and he will pay up the 39 first <laughs> you're forgetting uh, uh eddie guerrero in there uh, guerrero's wife in there too they already did a they did a calendar together yeah yeah they have a calendar, and she, you know, she's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, what can you do? Good. We wish her luck uh, in their new endeavors. So uh, maybe, maybe Penelope Ford follows. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Do you think? I mean, they, 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 they are, they are friends. You know. Do you think yeah. TNA will prevent Sunny Kiss from doing one? Probably not. 
Nice. All right, hold on a second here if we're going to do this. Oh, boy. What? What? I'm getting afraid if you're trying to. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, if we're going to do this, I mean, yeah, might as well do this right. Brace uh, yourself, folks. Here we go. Uh-oh. No, you're, you're lucky right now. My computer's not recognizing that file oh, format. Good. Perfect. <laughs> that means we get to be on next week. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, we can officially now just ring the bell. And um, that is our three count show for um, for for this. We, we thank you, as always, for ha- hanging out with us. If you're a part of this live podcast, we do uh, every Sunday. This one starts about 845 Pacific Standard Time. There um, we go. There we go. Oh. <laughs> There we go, Rob. Yeah, there we go. Nice. That's uh, you know, okay. that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. That's what you get for forty thousand dollars worth of cheap plastic surgery. Jesus. And of course, for those who are just downloading the podcast, we're looking at an image you can't see, so it's worth. I guess you, you don't want to. <laughs> if you want to see it, go to our YouTube page, and it's there. Um, I mean, I, I cut off the bottom now. half of that picture. <laughs> It, once once uh, you see this, you're definitely gonna have some kind of load going on. Oh, I mean, oh my god, I don't know what I'm quite looking at on the bottom half of that picture. It's a <laughs> question. Hey, hey, the bottom half is the best part on Nyla. Oh, okay. Um, so thank you for <laughs> if we haven't lost you yet, if you please come back, okay. I'll get these guys in, in shape and we'll 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 uh we'll make sure to have a, a more civilized show uh for you. <laughs> Although we are titled Vegas Bad Boys, so that probably won't happen either. We do appreciate you uh hanging out and listening, downloading everything. But we're gonna give these guys their final thoughts as to uh what they want to say, promote, and all of that, and um and we'll get out of here. So with that, let's kick off with you. Sin City Steve, what do you want to tell the good folks out there? All right. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Also, a very special thank you and shout out to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands, foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. Last but not least, repsports.com, reppsports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout. Save yourself 15%. Perfect. Rob, what you got? I've got the native beast behind me. That's what I've got. (laughs) And that's the native beast down below, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. Not at all questionable. That is a woman's woman. All women. All women all the time. But Donald. 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 What would you grab her by? That is the what? finest pussy that money can buy. Believe it. You've never seen a woman more. We're going to call her strong. We're going to say she's a strong, stout woman. <laughs> she's very strong. Very, And you know what? We're, we're going to give that a try. We're going to call that a test run. A test run. <laughs> 
Hey, where where can we see you, man? I, I promise I gotta come watch you do your thing, man. Where are you going? Uh, we are going to see me. At, you're going to see me at 18 Ben. I'm okay. actually going to see. It's a little late. Let's see if there's a show I can make right now at Noreen's if that's still going. And I'm going to uh, work my way up to LA Comedy Club. But yeah, I will be at 18 Ben this week. And uh, uh, if I can get on um, that same Tuesday, uh, Wise Guys Comedy Club. Okay. They they have a great open mic there. And you can see Donald Trump on stage at Wise Guys as well. All right. Perfect, man. Thanks. We always enjoy you when you're here. Matt Michaels, what you got? Uh, he doesn't have what's behind me right here. Exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't I don't have that. So she's got the grapefruits. <laughs> God. I mean, oh. She could give J.R. Bell's palsy again. Oh. <laughs> My God, I'm having a hard time speaking, but I'm going to slather that up with some barbecue sauce. I'll tell you what. As God is my witness, I'm broken in half. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's about time for me to hit that button. Uh, oh, man. It just goes down here. From here. So thank you, guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.